Welcome to the Church Home Parenting Podcast. I'm Christine Strom, and I'm here with my husband, Damon Strom. Mm. Oh, f- full name basis now, huh? Full name, Damon Strom. Well, if we're going to go that far, I think you should include my middle name, Matthew. Uh, okay, then. Damon Matthew Strom. Oh, Very official. You. Very formal. Yes. Well, we had a fantastic conversation with uh, an amazing dad. His name's David, good friend of ours who is also a single dad, single mm-hmm. parent. And uh, so today we're talking about all the single dads. All the single daddies, all the single daddies, all the single daddies. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was an amazing conversation where he shares his story and his own personal journey. He's very honest mm-hmm. and also talks about the things that he's done and learned during this time as being a single dad, uh, a dad and a walk as, as a man and all those things. And it's going to be hugely helpful. It was a great conversation. We hope you enjoy it. So, dude, thanks so much for being here today. Appreciate you taking time out of your day, out of your busy schedule. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know, it's when you're the man, you're the man. <laughs> but uh, just to give a little context, a little feedback, yeah. you and I, how long have we known each other? Uh, we have known each other three years since I started going to three, church here. Three years. So you, so you showed up three years ago. Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about your family. My family. Uh, immediate family? Yes. Like brothers, sisters, mom, dad? Uh, Kids. More like your girls. <laughs> My girls. Okay. Yeah. So I have and eight. And favorite uncles. And favorite uncles. <laughs> um. Let's see. Claire is eight. We went to a Seahawks game last night together. Oh, you guys went to the game. Yeah. Oh, so that good. was a good oh. one. It was, okay. Let me let me interrupt right now. For all of you listening, at the time of this recording, the Seattle Seahawks just defeated the Los Angeles Rams in American football, uh, twenty nine or excuse me, thirty to twenty nine in one of the best football games I've it ever was, seen. And you were there. We were there. Someone gave us tickets like three hours before the game. Oh, my god! Fantastic. At work, so we made it. Has she ever been to a game before? No, she's never been to a game. And actually, this last month, we've been talking about that. I was like, we really need to go to a game together. How Because she's starting to get into football. And she was ecstatic. Oh, this morning, so I woke, up this, oh. woke her up this morning, and she's like, that was such a good game. Oh, oh she's dude. still thinking about it. What a memory. <laughs> what so an incredible great. memory. She's eight years old, and she's like, she's all about football. That's so, so great. And Anyways, the, the sweetest thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. So we had a good time. So that was super fun. So that's Claire. She's eight. And then Amelia is five. And uh, Amelia's a little blondie. Claire's a redhead. Let's see. <laughs> what else? And Amelia is a party. <laughs> She, That's a good description. She is a walking party. Typical <laughs> like, baby of the so, family. Oh, my which goodness. Which someone else might be also be the baby of the family here. You. Are you calling me immature? No, I said a party. Oh, okay. The, baby, okay. the babies are always clarifying. a party. <laughs> I just was clarifying. The baby out of how many? Uh, 45. My mom had 45 kids. Uh, no, I had I have one older brother and then two older half-brothers. Okay. So, But growing up, it was just my bro- older brother and I. Got it, got yeah. it. Yeah, but they're amazing. Claire and Amelia, they're, they're, so they're three years apart. Yeah, both completely different. Amelia's a little, she's a little wild one. Claire's, you know, a little quieter. And both completely different. It's amazing mm-hmm. how different your kids come out, the, you know, when they're born. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's hardwired. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. nuts. I mean, Cla- uh, Claire came out, the easiest baby. Um, she was, the first week she, she was home, she'd sleep like 
eight hours a night if we let her. <laughs> Change your own diaper, and crawl and get some food out of the fridge. <laughs> Pretty much. And Amelia came out screaming. You just look at her and she just starts screaming. <laughs> I think this is not what I was her. expecting. <laughs> and she was, so anyways, yeah, uh, you know, Claire's just a little more calm and calculated and, and Amelia's just a little wild one. She's kind of like me. So funny. So anyways. funny. But yeah, those are my kids. Those are your kids. And uh, your single dad? Single dad for three years now, maybe over, almost, maybe almost four. Three years. And how, how has that journey changed the way that, or impacted the way that you parent your kids? Or has it? Yeah. Um, let's see. That was the hard question. <laughs> hey, we're coming out of the gate hitting hard, David. You, this is no cakewalk of a conversation. <laughs> the biggest thing is with single parenting, um, you're going to have to be a, you have to be a lot more intentional about mm. the time that you have with your kids. Interesting. Um, you know, cause the time is split in, in my situation. I have quite a bit of time with my kids. It's split 50, 50. Um, but that other half of the time, they're, you know, you can call them on the phone, you can FaceTime, but mm -hmm. they're with, you know, with their mom. And so I would say for me, it, it I would say that I'm, I'm much more intentional with mm. the time that I have to make certain things happen, um, whatever that might be, you know, us getting quality time going out and doing things on the weekends that they are with me, making sure mm. we're making, you know, making a good weekend of it. I would say, yeah, I would say that. It's really me. good. I would say that for me. I've become very m more strategic, which I think you should be strategic, whether you're a single parent or not. But I think for some whatever reason, for mm. me, that's more of a reality. It's like, okay, the time that you do have with them, let's... Make it count. Let's make it count. It's yeah. like the time time becomes even more of a commodity. Yeah. It's there, yeah. parenting, but, you know, in, in that position as a single parent, it becomes even more of a commodity. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Really, really good. What would you say are were some of the biggest challenges that you faced when you became a single dad? Yeah, well, it was all challenging. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I love that answer. Take your pick. I would say immediately the biggest ch challenge or the hardest thing immediately was the reality of, you know, not the whole family unit, mm -hmm. you know, so mom, dad, kids, now it's dad and kids, you know, we're yeah. going to the beach and hanging out, and it's dad and kids. And so there's just a lot of grieving and, you mm. know, and that just that sense of loss mm -hmm. where, you know, you're dealt with a new reality. And that's just hard. And that was hard for a while. It took a while to adjust for that to become, you know, become normal because, yeah. you know, it wasn't meant to be that way. But then you're, even though you had a breakdown of a marriage, um, there's still, you know, that's a void, you right. know, after you become, right. you know, regardless of what the marriage looked like or um, that new reality is, was challenging for me. Mm. Yeah. It's very challenging. How, because your girls were pretty young. Yeah. When, I'm, when you went through your divorce. Yeah. I'm trying to think when, when we, we came here three years ago, so Amelia would have been like two as she, I remember she was still in diapers when I came here. Mm. I have to, I used to have to do the little watch for the number in the service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, if her number came up to go change your diaper yep. when you're at church, I love it. And then Claire, because Claire's eight now. Yep. So she was five. Yep. yep. So was she old enough to kind of understand or have some type of comprehension of as far as what was going on? Or was it more of like, it, it kind of was a, a normal thing as the girls were growing up? It was for Amelia. 
she was two though. Claire, no, it was it it was not normal, and mm. and she, and she was yeah, a little for her age. She was a little more advanced, I think, than because she's some ve- kids. she's very mature. She's, yeah, yeah, she's pretty smart. Yeah, um, and so man, that that was very difficult as a parent, um, you know, to to watch that, um, or to to understand and see what they're going through, and and having to walk them through that. Man, that's that's mm. that's that's a tough one. And in our situation, it was we, their mom and I managed to to keep them out of the drama, hmm. which is really important. So I think yeah. cons- considering most cases, the kids were doing really well. But anyways, it's, it's still it's still hard, it's, like you said. Yeah, you know, to explain to your kids what's happening and why. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. <laughs> right. And and at the same time, we've talked a lot about this, just you and I. And I know that you walking through this journey, it was very important to you as far as how you talked about your ex-wife with the girls. Can you share a little Absolutely. bit about that? Well, the reality is with kids, um, their parents are their world, mom, mm-hmm. dad. And regardless of yeah. any situation between mom and dad you are their world and anytime you talking negatively about the other parent mm. i mean is basically uh talking negatively about half their world wow it's um, really good and so in no in no way are you doing your kids any favors um in providing any security for them by speaking negatively about their mom or their dad hmm. and so you know for me understanding that it's just i just i know for me like it it just regardless of the situation uh, regardless of how i feel if i'm going to engage in talking negatively um about their mom it's such a selfish act and, hmm. it, and, it, and it and it and it hurts them well wow. um uh, their mom is their hero their dad is their hero but that's that's a that's tough and if that was oh, yeah. an easy thing, then everybody would do it. And yeah. from my personal experience and in, in knowing a lot of people that have walked similar, not the same, but similar journeys, not, not everybody has that perspective. And it's mm-hmm. honestly, Dave, it's one, it's one of the things I love about you is that you have, you have chosen to, with God's help to have this ability and perspective that's like, yes, this is the reality of the situation that we have walked through and are continuing to walk through. But I want the best for the girls, and so therefore I'm going to, I'm going to guard my words. I'm going to guard my even perspective of the situation in order to make sure that it sets them up for success, and and as a result, it's it's even impacted the the relationship with your with your ex-wife, correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, I you know we were talking about talking negatively about the other parent, but there's a whole you know there's more dynamic to it than that. It's how you relate. When you, when you, when, when you, you know, when it comes to handing off kids, I mean, you're, you're going to have interactions, you know, right. There's going to be interactions, you know, me with her and the kids are going to witness that. Mm. And so that's another big part of it too, is, you know, if, when you, when there's conversations between me and her, when it comes to dropping off kids or working out things that have to do with the kids, um, any disrespect, any tension, Mm. any bitterness, hurt, whatever it is, the kids pick up on all that. Mm -hmm. They can see all that. 
And, you know, like I was saying, you know, as a p parents, you are their world, mm. you know, mom and dad, you are their world. And when they see that compromise, that's, um, that is not, that does not serve your kids well. Mm. And so <clears throat> beyond just what I say when, um, when mom's not there, what I'm saying to the kids beyond that is how are you treating mom when, when they're, they're witnessing it. Mm. And I think for me, that was a, that it's probably more challenging. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> than not talking negatively, but it's, you know, especially in the beginning, mm. uh, you know, of a breakdown of a marriage or a divorce, it's, you know, there's still a lot of unresolved hurt and mm. misunderstandings. And, and so I just remember that being very difficult is, um, how to, you know, have proper boundaries, hmm. but also to respect and to show love um, in the midst of all that. And, right. And working that out and negotiating and, 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 yeah, and having boundaries because, you know, sometimes, you know, having boundaries, the other part, person may not agree with. <laughs> with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so how you work that out in, in the kids a lot of time, unfortunately, especially with handoffs, are going to witness some of that. And mm. so anyways, that for, for me, that was a big priority. That's amazing. How did you, David, how did you, how did you come to that place? Like, how did you come to the place where you knew, okay, here are the boundaries that I'm going to set for myself, like self-imposed boundaries as far as how I talk, my facial expressions, like my decisions. How did you come to that 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 point of knowing this is going to be my roadmap for how I'm going to interact with this you know now ex former spouse uh, when the kids are around and when they're not around? I think for me it all is it, for me as my you know my marriage you know began to end and and it was very clear that that was the direction things were going um, and you know there things had broken down my number one at that point became the kids mm. um you know prior to that high priority was on on the marriage and in in seeing that through and so once the you know the marriage was headed towards divorce my number one job became the kids and so mm. i just you have to sit down and and figure out what is best for the kids what's getting in the way of that and in, in a divorce situation, a lot of what's getting in the way of the well-being of your kids is you. Hmm. And, well, really, it's just you. You can't really blame it on the other person because it's how you right. <laughs> You get to choose how you interact. Which, in my mind, that that is not the typical response. I mean, <laughs> I mean considering all of the—I mean, the real hurt yeah. that, that you're experiencing as you're walking through this to stop and to say, you know what, this isn't the other person's fault. That's like— that's that's pretty shocking. If I can, if I can be honest with you, like I hear that and I'm like, wow, that is that's amazing because I think the vast majority of uh, other parents that are in similar situations as you, it's the exact opposite, right? It's the other person's fault. It's their this, that, and the other. And 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 what is it for you? What would you say it is for you that that helped you get to that place where you were even able to have that perspective? Well, it started, I think, for me, the truth is th there was a turning point for me while I was still married as we were working through the, uh, the difficulties of our marriage and things were, you know, things were breaking down. We were seeing counselors. I actually came to a place in my walk with God 
where I, God brought me to a place where I had to accept the fact that my wife was not the reason for my behavior. Hmm. <laughs> like it, I yeah. mean, I, you had a choice in how you, I, can, I, I really did. I yeah. came, wow. it, it's wow. essentially, you know, at my lowest of lows coming to a breaking point in, 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 in just, um, just not having anything left as it, as it pertained to, um, working through our situation in, in a place of desperation. I would say I'm, I met the Lord in a profound way. And mm. that is what I got from the Lord was wow. it's time to stop pointing the finger. That person is not the solution or the problem. Personally, I came to a place where before God, I had to admit that my problems of behavior weren't because of someone else. I was in control of that. And I, and I made a commitment that, you know, to no longer point the finger. Mm. I just literally just shut my mouth. Mm. If, if the finger was pointed at me, essentially just, I'm sorry, I'll think about that. I'll try to do better. And that's it. Wow. Leave it at that. <laughs> wow. It's hard. That was hard. How great for your girls oh to gosh. learn from watching you and oh, your response, a, too. What an amazing example. Because they're, you know, they're watching, okay, when things aren't, you know, aren't going well, even in their own lives, they grow, you know, they're, they're, they're watching you model how to respond yeah. in a healthy way of, you know, searching your own heart. Okay, what's an area that I can learn from this situation? Because I can't control other people, but I can control mm -hmm. myself and how I respond mm -hmm. to this. And that's what you're teaching your girls. I think that's so yeah. they're going to, you know, they're going to grow to be healthy, you know, young women because they're watching that being modeled by their dad, which is so amazing. As you co-parent together with their mom, the dynamic of not necessarily being in control of their environment for 50% of the time. How is that dynamic and has that affected the way that you parent them when you do have them? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. And that is one of the very difficult realities of co-parenting, mm -hmm. especially if you're very involved in your kids' lives and their future and mm -hmm. care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is challenging. And, and back to the our earlier point of not talking negatively <laughs> about the other parent, mm -hmm. if there's parenting things, styles that are going um, on at home with mom that are different on how you think or believe they should be done in your home. Right. Like, what are you going to do? Be like, oh, no, mom's, she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's to the point of the right. other, like, are you yeah. really helping your right. kid? Right, right. If you do that, right. yeah. is that really? It's counteractive. So, and so, yeah. yeah, it's actually, it's a very tricky and challenging thing. And I think for part of it, I, you just, for me, I've had to just like, God, I trust you with the results. Mm -hmm. I'll do with what I can. Wow. Mm -hmm. But kind of where I, some things I just won't make a, a deal out of. And some things that I think are um, important things that I'm wanting to teach my kids. Um, or it might just be maybe certain disciplines. Um, I will just tell them. That's great that that's how you do that. Mama's house, at daddy's house, this is how we do it. <laughs> and this is how you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. With no reason why. Yeah. yeah. Or that mom yeah. is no wrong. In, yeah. No indictment nope. yeah. on how it's done there. And that, so that's kind of how I've dealt with that is hmm. yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever told my kids that, no, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Something that their mom has instructed them yeah. to do or something that their mom is okay with. And their mom is great. Yeah. I mean, but, 
right. know, it's a marriage or no marriage, you still have different parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, in any relationship. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, so just because she does something different doesn't mean that that's bad. And so anyways, but that's for me, it's either just, just leave it. Or if I think that I want to train different and it needs to be addressed, all I say is, well, here, when you're here, this is mm-hmm. how we do it. And that's hard because you, you're letting go of a lot of control. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, if, if I was trying to control the situation, certain behaviors, which we know that doesn't work. Right, right. <laughs> it's but, an illusion. Yeah. But I would say, well, mom is wrong, and you try to kind of control hmm. their, and the reality is it's just like you got to let go of that and say, I'm going to trust God with the results and just, and for me, that's where I leave it. It's like that, you know, that's great that you do that at mama's house. Here, this is how we do it. Yeah. So good. Better line up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adjust your expectations. <laughs> Therefore, you will mitigate your disappointment. <laughs> and I, you know, it makes you it, it makes you wonder as a, a parent, like, how are they going to turn out? You know, mm-hmm. if, they, if they have two conflicting things, it's 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 hard as, yeah. single, as, a, as a single parent. And when you're very invested in, in their future, it's like, so which way are they going to go when they're older? Yeah. 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 That's, that's when that whole trust factor comes in, like you said. That's <laughs> when the rubber like, meets the road, right? <laughs> So, yeah, you just anyways. gotta trust God, like you said. It's like, yeah, there's so much that is out of your control. Which yeah. you know what, but parenting is that all it is is, I feel like it's like you realize how out of control you really are. So try, you need Jesus. Yeah. If you're smart, I guess. Yeah, we're we're not that smart, but we're get, we're trying to get there, um, realizing how little control you have. Uh, I I know you, David. I know your schedule. You're uh, a business owner. Um, you're an entrepreneur, you're a dad, you've got lots of irons in the fire. Um, parenting, parenting is challenging as is when there's two people that are partnering in it and, you know, facing the challenges of, of being a single dad, um, that, that's, that's a a ball game change in and of itself. Yeah. So how do you, with everything that's going on from work to family and all of those things, how, what are some things that you do to like feed your own soul to make sure that you're not becoming a starving baker and giving so much that now I've, I've got nothing left. Cause yeah. that's, that's important. Oh yeah. Um, I would say, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Need to laugh. <laughs> it's a great response. It's a great response. <laughs> Lots of Jimmy Fallon. Um, I would say with this, you know, with that particular question, it, it's actually been a challenge for me. Mm. Um, it hasn't come easy in to have a healthy balance or counterbalance, whatever you want to, however you want to call it. Um, I would so so I'm not the expert by any means. I mean, it is it, you know you're running a business and you've got kids and it's like you have yeah you have to have that time where you are fed and you get time with other adults mm-hmm. um for me a big part of that is actually church mm. um i very look forward to coming to church on sundays mm. you know <laughs> whether i'm with the kids or not um i think for me i'm learning i have to be very intentional in advance in order to schedule things mm. and make them work for the season of life that I'm in. So, right, right. you know, most of the people that, you know, I am friends with, you know, they're married and they have kids, you know, and so 
I can be a little more spontaneous because, you know, my time is my time, but not everybody else can be as spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you're younger and it's just like, and you're single, it's like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do this. It's Tuesday at 2 (laughs) a.m. Let's go get pizza. (laughs) Exactly. And so I think I've become a little more spontaneous because now, like, my time is my time, but most other couples with kids, they don't have all the time in the world Mm. to just, and so... I think for me, I'm finding that I'm having to be very intentional and strategic about making sure things get planned um, in advance um, before the weekend comes or whatever that looks like or, you know, dates with their kids in order to get that time. Because for me, that's the good good quality time is like the, the people that I relate with, even though I'm single, are married couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seasonal life. Yeah, 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 it's a totally seasonal life thing. And so... Anyways. And it's incredible how, like, simple things like a hobby can seem like a luxury. And sometimes, in some seasons, is a luxury. But those seasons can't go very long because you realize, you know what, I don't think this is a luxury. I kind of think this is a necessity. And as far as, you know, finding something that you can do that does feed your soul. And that's different. That's different for different people. Um, you're a pilot, and, oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, you are. I don't know if you, hey, <laughs> he I don't know if you know that. this, but you're a pilot. <laughs> and I actually did have an airplane. I sold it recently. Yes, you did. And, uh, I, you know, dude, you're so rad. Mm-hmm. I remember we had lunch one day and you're like, I think I'm going to get my pilot's license. And then like a month and a half later, you had it. That's that spontaneous went thing you cra- talking about. Crash course pilot training down in L.A. around LAX. Like, who, who does that? But um, it's, it is. It's one of the things I admire about you because... It's it's the way that you approach parenting all in, being inten- like you said, being so intentional with the kids, you know, with your with your business all in, and you were talking earlier about this is the way I want to run the com- my company and this is what I wanted to accomplish and it's not half hearted it, it's all in and the way that you approach hobbies, like all in and and seeing how that perspective, at least from my like my my third party. Uh, perspective. It's like seeing how that's affected the different things that that you're a part of, uh, in in an amazing way. And even your your you know you mentioned church and being a part of a church community. Um, you're the same way. Like you came to me the other day and you're like, hey, I think I want to volunteer in church kids. And I'm like, he's all in. Like yeah. da- David's all in. And oh, he's like more sweaty than the kids because oh, he's awesome. running around. <laughs> it's awesome. It does get hot in there. It does. <laughs> the AC doesn't work in that room. <laughs> But that's beside the point. Yeah. But all of that said, I think that part of that intentionality, and, and I know it's like it's a God-given intentionality of, God, I want your best. I want, I want the most out of this season. Even in a, a season as difficult as the last three years have been has generated some incredible things. Most importantly, it has generated two young girls mm-hmm. yeah. that are so confident. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So confident, David, and so happy. Mm -hmm. And every time I get to see them, smiles on their faces. Um, Amelia, smile across her huge face. Claire, with her beautiful, subtle smile, you know, (laughs) because it reflects their personalities. (laughs) But they're just, they're so happy. They're so confident. They love life. And I know that is in large part because of the choices that you've made and how you have walked out this this season of your life. And Christine Christine made the com- the comment about, you know, two young girls that are going to grow up to become 
to confident young women yeah. um, who know who Jesus is and they know who they are in Christ. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be in large part because of you mm-hmm. and because of this season and tough, simple choices like you've made of, you know what, I'm not going to speak negative about their their mom. And I'm, I'm going to help shape this narrative and not let it shape itself. And yeah. uh, it's just one of the many things that I love about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll take dad compliments all day <laughs> and personal compliments. I mean, it's the truth. I've told you before. I told you before, if we could only clone your girls, <laughs> we could just clone them. They're they're so that, would be the best, that would be the best thing in the world. And, and David, thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Honest. Thanks for sharing honestly from your life. I know. I know there are so many parents that are going to listen to this, and they are going to—they're going to find so much hope. They're going to find so much encouragement, um, because let's face it, particularly in the church, like this whole thing of divorce, it can be taboo. It can—it oh, yeah. can be in so many realms and in 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 regions. It's like, it's like a, oh, it's whatever it is. But that negative label, and you—you you have n- not shied away from it. You've been intentional how you've walked through this season. And uh, it's never God's plan, right? Yeah. But God can take what the devil meant for evil, and he can turn it around yeah. and use it for good. And your family, your life, is it's a testament of that. And I respect and honor the heck out of you and so grateful for you. Wow. <laughs> I'm just getting built up here. This, <laughs> you're you're the one doing it, dude. It's, it, it's your life. No, I love you Let's so much. Let's do an interview dude. every week. Okay, <laughs> done. Same same time, same bat channel next week. I'll be here. Man, what a great great <laughs> conversation. D- David is a hero. Yeah. Uh, he's an absolute hero, and I one of the things I was so impacted by was how he talked um, to us Mm -hmm. about his choice in the way that he spoke about his ex-wife. Like, if I took anything else away from this, talk about powerful. Choosing the way that we speak around our kids, and that doesn't just apply to single moms or single dads. It applies to all of us as parents. Like, how are we talking around our kids and the impact, understanding the impact that it has? That's... That's life changing. It is so good. I love that. So intentional. All the single daddies. All the single daddies. Whoa, 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 oh, 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 oh